France. Welcome back to the Chill Sounds and Breakdowns podcast. We have another great episode for you, and I'm excited because I'm actually just discovering this artist. Like with Ev, like with everybody, if you haven't heard of this artist right now, like I'm excited. Um, and I, I just got to see them perform not too long ago, and it was sick. The music that I've listened to is sick. But today, today we have Zeke Forever. Hi, What's going on? Hello, everyone. Hi. Thank you for having me. This absolutely. Is sick I'm as ex- shit. Can I'm, I cuss? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Like, okay. Getting that right out of the way, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. And my response should have been like, "Fuck yeah!" yeah. <laughs> but no, I'm excited. This is really cool. I love, I love podcasts, so I'm excited to be here. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you for coming by. Uh, I'm excited because you're actually an artist that I had not heard like anything of yet. So it's a good thing that yeah. coming out and like reaching out and I'm being like, "How is this something that good that mm-hmm. I haven't like come across?" You know. But I mean, that's the beauty of like this space and area that I, there's so much left to discover. Yeah. And like, I think you were like, for me, one of those hidden gems right now that I've now yeah. discovered and it's been well, awesome. Um, but yeah, I, I'm, I'm here to kind of hear about every, like how did it get started? You, you how long have you been doing music? Oh, since forever, babe. Yeah. If you, if you go on YouTube and look up Zeke forever, you'll find this terrible video. Well, there's like a couple of terrible videos, <laughs> but I was like making music with like YouTube beats in, mm-hmm. in like ninth grade. Wow. So, okay. like, I I was recording and making music for a really long time. I think that that's what helped me like do what I am able to do now because I've literally been doing it since I was a kid. Yeah, like, it's the only thing I do know how to do. <laughs> so I, I did. So I did. Um, like, uh, read over a little bit of like the the press release and stuff. But you uh, oh. kind of grew up in a musical family, yeah. so and you were around music, uh, mm. you know, a while. Um, your first experiences in music from what I gather was like gospel music and, yeah. and how would, um, so my dad's a pastor. Okay. My mom is a second generation first lady. So like, and just pastor's wife. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she was like really into like choir. My mom was, our grandmother was a choir director and so like they have records like yeah. the faith temple choir. Really? Okay. Um, and so, I've, my mom has been songwriting ever since I like was born. Like for Christmas, we didn't sing normal Christmas songs. We yeah. like <laughs> made our own, and it's like it was sick. So like I've learned music through my family and just okay. being around that. Yeah. So, there, so music was pretty much around. That was all I could do. That was okay. like that was the only fun thing that I was just like I didn't like sports. Mm-hmm. I didn't like anything. I just wanted to sing. You wanted to sing all the and, time, and then what I saw is that you were like started when you were doing your first like recordings. You were using like the Wii, like yeah, uh, microphone, like the, yes. <laughs> the rock band one. So like <laughs> we got for Christmas, maybe. Yeah, my dad got us the High School Musical two game okay. for the Wii, and we had like this old desktop, and we like I we were playing it for a little bit, and then I like would unplug it. And I was like, huh. Like, I wonder if I could, like, just put it in here. And I was. So I, like, would just... And I... This is so funny. (laughs) I started with Windows Movie Maker. Okay. (laughs) And I would just record voice notes over voice notes. Okay. So, like, I would start with, like, me beatboxing and then singing over the beatboxing and then doing harmonies and then, like, that kind of stuff. So that's how I, like, started. And then I didn't stop using the Wii mic until like <laughs> 2019. Oh my god. Cuz I didn't cuz I just didn't know like 
I don't know if this is like this is kind of weird, but when you're not taught anything in like school, mm-hmm. like no one really teaches you like, oh, this is how you could really get started. Yeah. So I didn't know that like I didn't have to like pay to go to studios and I could just make music in my room. Mm-hmm. So I thought I found a cheap code. So I was like, oh, yeah. Okay. So I did it for a while until my friend Malik actually like was like actually like here. Here's use it. some music equipment yeah. and don't don't use a Wii mic. But I used it up until like I think the first song that I ever released under Zeke Forever is called like Golden, mm-hmm. and that song was recorded with a Wii mic. Really? Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but it it kind of if again no one you're right no one tells you like how to pretty much get this done you kind of have to learn through either if you know people making their own music and stuff like that but when i was growing up same thing i was like you have to in order to make a song you have to book studio time you have to go somewhere doing it at home seems so far-fetched like it seemed like crazy um and then um the people that were doing at home, I'm like, they have a lot of money because everything seems so super expensive to get Mm -hmm. your whole setup done. Um, And then honestly, I think one of the first real experiences that that I saw somebody create something and and didn't need that was, uh, I remember hearing from... uh, was it Al City who did like the Firefly songs Come or whatever? On. He created all that in GarageBand. Yeah. So he created that on the Mac and GarageBand. Yeah. Huh. I and did I, not know that. And I was just like, what do you mean? And I, I remember it's like song. when Mac was getting popular for creatives and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's, I mean, that, I'm like, that song's everywhere. And I'm like, and that, you know, that's yeah, a, an that's actual album. Sick. Like I was, I was working at Best Buy at the time. So I'm mm-hmm. like, like the album's here. And like, and he made <laughs> it on like this thing. I'm like, that's when I get grasped. I was like, how do you do that? And then like, yeah. you started looking into, and there's a, uh, like I said, as the years have gone by, it's become crazy, like affordable to do that. And, yeah. and very simple to get your own setup to do. And like you don't need easy. all these super You can equipment. literally get a crappy mic and then just use a free plugin. There's like this mic mod mm-hmm. plugin that I've used. And I don't know if it was like torrented or, <laughs> um, but. Um, We're here to bust you. This is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah. And it just makes it sound like another mic. Like it's crazy what technology does now. Well, there's, there's so many free one the, the plugins and stuff like that there's a lot of free stuff that you can just mm-hmm. get to yeah like uh then you don't have to go name brand or whatever like there's a lot of stuff you can kind of get away with and there's also like a free education on it through the fucking internet YouTube like is youtube the university best is fucking, yeah it's amazing <laughs> it's i don't know how many times i've like i've had an issue on something audio or video and i'm like let me look it up and like my exact issue there's yeah. a whole like step by step like few videos that i can go to yeah. and reference and i'm like this is like the internet has its ups and downs but this is one of the greatest parts of it is that yeah. you can there's nothing that there's in this day and age there shouldn't be anything really keeping you from getting from learning at least to get something done like Hard. anything you know yeah. and especially in this like type of industry in the music industry like there's a lot of stuff that will benefit you more if you yourself know how to do it yeah you know um creatively especially i also feel like i'm such a nerd but mm-hmm. i feel like the music scene is so beautiful now mm-hmm. because you're able to literally just be like, oh, I don't want to talk to anyone. I just want to be in my house and make something. Yeah. And 
I think like there's no like in, when everyone is like oh like how do you make music or how do you record girl use your iPhone yeah you could literally like Steve Lacey mm-hmm. used his iPhone for like one of his albums and really? it's like in a museum now like the iPod oh it's in a museum like it's crazy so technology is fun yeah no, technology <laughs> technology is really for music has been so like revolutionary again in that moment where now so much of the control can be given to the actual artist. Like, yeah. if you want to learn how to do it, you can. And in my experiences, the people that I've talked to and just, like, bands that I know in general or, like, musicians, you get a clearer picture or you can translate a clearer message, like, with what vision you have in your head mm-hmm. if you know how to create it yourself. Because it's kind of hard, like, when you work with... It's uh, when you work with a producer or something like that or someone that... Like, if you haven't had experience with them, how to communicate, like, what you want to get done Mm -hmm. to them. It's a little bit easier if you at least know some basic knowledge so you're able to, like, tell them, like, this is what I want this to sound like or this is what I'm trying to go for something. Um, You just have a clearer way to explain yourself or you can do it yourself. You know, there's a lot of, like, uh, people just creating some awesome, like, songs and music, like, Mm -hmm. on their own, like you're saying, in your room, they just like, hey, today I'm gonna write something. And you can write it, and you can put it out as quick as you create it. It's It's so so awesome. And you know what's crazy is uh, the reason why I felt like I had to do it by myself, I think, is because I'm a creative control freak. Okay. (laughs) And so, like, it's easier for me to be like, oh, let me just, like, YouTube it, Mm. versus being like, oh, and maybe this is terrible. I don't know. (laughs) Okay. But, like, I am very much just like, I can do it. Like, I'll figure it out myself just yeah. so i know um but yeah youtube is the best teacher i think there's a balance to like everything but that um having that drive to let me figure it out myself first like if you can do it then why not learn how to do it you yeah. know what i mean um and then there's there's instances where like you will need to reach out for help so n- not being limited to like trying to do everything yourself and getting frustrated when you can't, you know, mm-hmm. and being able to know like when to reach out. But I think having the initiative of your, if your first instinct is like, let me see how I can get this done myself. Like, I think that's a good instinct because it, it just inspires your learning for it. And yep. you actually like figured out how to do it to you, the best of your ability. It makes it fun. Yeah. It I, makes I don't know. It for, fun. for me personally. Yeah. I try to like, if I figure something out for me, I don't know. I just get that gratification. I was like, oh, fuck, I figured this out. <laughs> yeah. And it turned out like pretty good. You know yeah. what I mean? And I got to do what I wanted to do without having to go through anybody else or even like wait on anybody else to yeah. like, how do you do this? Or that's also a big one for me. Yeah. I, like I, I hate waiting. There's been plenty of times where I'm like, Hey, like you want to like collaborate and then like, we'll talk about it. And then like, sometimes schedules are just like not working because mm-hmm. like we're all adults and i'll just be like all right cool great i'm gonna finish we're this. moving on <laughs> <laughs> we're moving on because <laughs> i'm also like so my mind i can be concentrated but it needs to be like if for me like even when i'm finishing a song mm-hmm. if the idea isn't there completely within like because it takes me a while to like make a song so maybe yeah. like a month mm-hmm. Then I'm just like, okay, (laughs) this is just me for me, not to be like out to the world and like, we'll just go on to something new and see what else we can do. Mm. Yeah. How do you, so how do you tackle your songwriting then? Like what's, do you have like a typical process for that? I, I don't. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, like I, I make the beats, I produce everything. So like for me, it's easy for like, sometimes it's the beat first and then I just like have like a cute little melody Mm. or sometimes I write, like, I journal, and then I'll highlight the things that I'm like, oh, this is what I really want to talk about, or this. Um, 
Honestly, I have like it's really random yeah. to be quite honest. It's actually maybe like I feel like if you were to see me while I was writing, you'd be like, "Oh, this man is manic," because <laughs> I really just be like all over the place. I'll be dancing one second, then I'm just like deep in the computer trying to figure out where to. I love glitching stuff lately, so mm-hmm. like glitching in the right spot. I, it's it's very weird sometimes. Okay, so yeah, um, do. What all like involvement is Zeke Forever like completely like Zeke you, like- Forever Uptown bitch it's Zeke yeah um, I produce I as of right now I'm taking my pictures but mm-hmm. that's just because I'm a broke bitch <laughs> but also like my best friend Lauren she helps me visually as mm-hmm. well um, but production remixes I do I'm Keenan my real name is Keenan is that- so like oh. all of the remixes that okay you see, yeah because I, I love remixes I was gonna talk about that like because oh, I know um I fucking love open remixes. and like has the, the it's it's Keenan lounge mix or whatever yeah. and I'm like I remember like listening to those back to back and I really like the lounge because it's long I mean it's oh, longer yeah. and it's got like more of that like vibe. I'm like that's cool but I was wondering I literally was gonna bring up but like so who's Keenan like that does this that's all like that's so, so fucking yeah, cool I so how my parents were kind of strict when I was younger mm-hmm. um so I wasn't really able to to listen to like worldly music so i would listen to like remixes of like gospel songs okay and like i just found so much like fun in that and so i've always just been obsessed with it but finding people to like remix your songs is like weird Mm -hmm. like it's very sporadic and also like for me creating remixes give me like a break so sometimes like open I made those remix before the song was even done. But it helps me it helps me mix the original song, Mm -hmm. but I get to reimagine it some other place. So like for a lot of like the singles that I have, Mm -hmm. if I get really like I get ear fatigue real easily. So sometimes I'll be like, Okay, let me take the a cappella, I can still listen to this Mm -hmm. but make something else. And so I'm like, Oh, okay, maybe I wanna do and that kinda helps me like mix an original song and is making remixes. even flesh out like the i guess complete idea for what you want the actual yeah. single to be yeah that's so awesome yeah. so you so you do i mean because that was another thing like uh because i know the uh the newer stuff like which is which open is part of which mm-hmm. is like that uh this like new era type of music because I, I got a chance to listen to the sampler which was Yay. also really cool uh, um has like a, a definitely a a, a different approach to like the song and production wise but i felt mm-hmm. like some of that was in your starting to come out in your previous project mm-hmm. um in a few songs like um damn i'm forgetting the the name of the song right now from the from the previous project from this one but um i felt like some of the production was kind of gearing towards what you are now creating yeah. with like this new era of it um what's what's inspiring like this this change for you um okay um, communication, I feel like, which is the last project, yeah. I felt like I was coming into myself, but I still felt like I had to prove something to other people. I don't know if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But that album, I was really sad. And I just wanted to like get a lot of things off my chest. But for some reason, for me, it was just like... I wanted to like sugarcoat everything because I felt like even though like I do very much still believe in like community and like that's what kind of communication was all about. I think I was still trying to be like, like, look, I'm still the same, mm-hmm. you know, like I'm no different. And with overstimulation, I just felt like or well, that's the name of the album. Actually, Yikes, yeah. babe. <laughs> so um the album that I'm working on is overstimulation and I 
it basically I had been working on it from communication. And then I did a Halloween show, which is like a Valentine's Halloween show where like the bands performed as different people. Mm-hmm. And I performed as Lady Gaga because that's like my queen. Shout yeah. out. Oh, so happy birthday of the fame. It's 15 years. Anyway. Wow. Uh, yeah. Don't that's you feel wild. old? That's okay. Crazy. Here, let me tell you something else. We're going on tangent. The <laughs> Cheetah Girls yeah. is 20 years old. Like just turned 20. Does that not make you feel old? Oh, my God. <laughs> that's I remember so when that shit crazy. came out. <laughs> that's so Oh, crazy. my God. Yeah, um, but I performed as Lady Gaga. And <laughs> yeah. It was so cool, and the reason why I was so cool is because I would have done that in my shower. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the fact that I got to connect with so many other people that felt like even if you didn't like Lady Gaga, the energy was just there. It was a great show. I got to do like an outfit change, which I love doing as a yeah. performer, and. It was the beginning of being like, okay, like I can just be weird and be myself and like, because I felt like that was just me. Mm -hmm. That was just like how I would be at my house. Yeah. And so that kind of made me more like, I don't know how to say it, Mm -hmm. like opening open to the fact that like, I'm just going to be me and whoever likes it, likes it, whoever doesn't, doesn't. I don't really care. But also I'm not going to limit myself anymore. So writing this project and like, even just like the way that I've been dressing lately, it's just like this has always been me. Mm-hmm. But now, like instead of hiding when I'm overstimulated, I'm just going to just like give it all I got yeah. because I, I don't know. Like I, I feel like I just deserve to be open. I deserve to find my community and like. Also, this is what I want, so there's no point of hiding in it. I guess I know that okay. I don't know if that made sense. So that but, so that show is basically the first time that you were able to fully feel like you could be yourself and have an actual positive response to yeah. it rather than kind of like... And, and even though it wasn't my music, it was like the energy just felt cool. Mm-hmm. I had... I was I looked sexy. The, mm-hmm. Actually, the album cover was taken the same day. Oh, really? Okay. Yes. And it's like the same, like this is the... Well, no, I don't think... No, this is the suit. Yeah. This is the <laughs> suit and like... That was just an important time for me because mm-hmm. even when I was making music, I was just like, oh, okay, cool. Like, I'm going to do what I like and, like, hopefully, like, people will respond to that. Even if no one responds to that, I feel like I've expressed myself fully with this, like, new era. Yeah. And, well, I mean, um, you – the thing with music and, and art in general is you want to be – you want to enjoy making it. And it feels yeah. like you've been building up to – just releasing a little bit and a little bit more of yourself in each, like, project that you're yeah. working on. and with that experience now you're like well i can just why would i not want yeah (laughs) why would i not want to just like fully do this with my art like you know you felt so great like performing songs you know like you know from an artist that you respect that you've Mm -hmm. like come to admire that you feel like i mean lady god's been weird forever it's and you're like oh like they're getting you know they can do it you know but sometimes we see it like on the outside and like well they can do it but you know i don't think that i can and i think that's i think that's how i was only because um this is like kind of like my backstory but not mm-hmm. really as a kid being a like queer person in a super religious atmosphere mm-hmm. is really tough mm-hmm. and like i don't it wasn't necessarily like my family but also like the surroundings yeah it was like there was always something to be said about the way that i was dressed or the way that i acted or oh i was too feminine or flamboyant and for a long time even in this is actually really long it's giving trauma babes no no um (laughs) but even until about like 25 Mm -hmm. i always felt like i could be myself and i could have integrity 
but also there was always this thing as like, oh, well, like, what will people say? Mm. And I started letting go of that. Okay. Because, like, who cares? I mean, <laughs> who cares? You, yeah, because you realize that you, you're holding on to pieces of yourself from letting them be fully expressed yeah. for people that, like, aren't, I mean, uh, aren't have nothing to do with like your happiness like they're not going to be there for you to make exactly. sure that you're have like you're okay that you're like as happy as you possibly can yeah. as they're just worried about do you fit into the mold that i like am used to and and i also think that they like and like it's a tough one because mm-hmm. i feel like it's not out of just like maliciousness yeah i don't think that i don't think that everyone is just out to get you mm-hmm. but also Worrying about them only gives you less space to put the people that actually respect what you do, that like won't look at you like twice for just being you and expressing yourself fully. Um, it's just all about community and finding the right community. Yeah, and um, I think that it's, I think that in this era in my life, like I'm finding peace with myself. Mm-hmm. I'm weird as hell, and I like that <laughs> shit. But I'm finding peace with myself, and also like. I don't want to be around people that don't want me to have that. Yeah. And so, yeah. I just, mean, the, yeah. The right people that should be in your space, in your own communities and circles should be people that accept you and not only accept you, it just like, like love the person who you are. You're the actual person yeah. you are, you know, not just the, you know, the, the face that you put on or whatever, like you're doing to be accepted into you. Like, no, if you, if you get to act fully, who you are and yourself, and then you have a community that builds around that, mm-hmm. then that's then you know those people are the people that should be there because mm-hmm. there's there's nothing you're pretending to be is you're just being unapologetically yourself, and there's there's communities for fucking everything, for like, you know you don't there's and but it, it comes with a fear like you're always afraid of like, what if the people that I have now will leave like well then the right people are gonna step in you know if if someone leaves or anything like that I think that my issue though was mm-hmm. that I always felt like what if people were right and ma- and I think mm-hmm. that that's what kind of like mind like games right mm-hmm. like you're just like oh dang what if I'm like wrong and I felt like I naturally felt that and I don't think it was actually said yeah like it's just always by actions and so what, it's what do you just mean like, by like what if what if they were right um it's giving therapy <laughs> come on <laughs> I'm sorry <laughs> no you're fine um so like so when you said let me so <laughs> a thing that I used to like really feel was like I always stepped on eggshells when I felt like I was just being me like my instincts I did not trust them mm. And that is something that I've had to learn is that everything that I am doing, everything, not everything that I'm doing, because that's like, but like I am on the right path. Yeah. And sometimes when you don't trust your intuition, you'll fight that the whole time. Mm. And so I've learned to not fight it or learning because sometimes I do fight it. Sometimes I'm I'm my biggest enemy, baby. (laughs) But like my mission and my goal for this next era is even when I do feel like there's so many things going on that I can trust that everything will be okay. Yeah. And that's kind of, that's kind of, I don't know, corny. (laughs) (laughs) I was about to say, no, I'm just kidding. No, no, that, that, it makes, it makes, it makes sense. Like you, it it is not your first instinct. Like you're saying, like to trust your interest because you've, even growing up, again, it, even without the malicious intent from, like, your community or the people that are around you, yeah. you still, like, 
because maybe someone's floating around like, oh, that's not exactly the right like thing to be, or like you know, again, like you're a little too flamboyant or stuff like that. They're saying yeah. you internalize that stuff so that your if your instinct is to be that, you learn to be like, oh, I, maybe Oof, I shouldn't no. think like yeah. that, maybe I shouldn't do that because you know you don't even know why you're you're not trusting yourself to do that and holding yeah. back. Like it becomes like a second nature to do it, and then you don't realize how long that you're struggling with it uh, until, until you it let just go. Burst, babe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> until you burst. But but no, I think I think that's a really cool way to approach uh, your art in that yeah. way you know what I mean? uh, taking the actual like uh personal journey and then translating that to like what you're already doing which is yeah. music what you love doing which i think uh for me like once you make stuff personal and genuine to yourself it's just like i'm an automatic fan already yeah. and then uh and because oh, thank you. yeah <laughs> it just, I just, it's just such a cool thing to 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 see when you see it reflected and yeah. um and and honestly like if we just go in like into the actual music itself like it's i don't know why like that style of music has been like just coming at me like from all like <laughs> like angles and i and i i just uh i've been really liking um just the the production style that you Yay. use and, and the like the instrumentals behind it are really yeah. good and like uh the the way that like choruses and stuff are like structured are really just like catchy like dance like songs and it's 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 cool and I like seeing uh seeing you perform I just saw you perform at Harvest House like not too mm, long ago love Harvest House yeah love Curl love T J Novak Seafoam and Bass for Your Face I, I gotta I, do my house I my got there time to see uh. TJ, which I wasn't, sh- I, I didn't even know TJ. TJ. I, I knew, uh, TJ's in Curl, mm-hmm. um, but I didn't know they did their own solo project, which is mm-hmm. fucking crazy yeah. good. Yeah, so they just released cool. a single. I want to fall in love again. Oh, I want to believe in love again, girl. Fake fan. Yeah. <laughs> no, I love them. I stand them so much. They're like my and talking about community, like Curl, TJ, all of the people that were at that show, mm. like. Those are my those are my homies. Yeah. Like I love them so much and it's just really cool that we're kind of we all have the same mission, like community and just like finding people to that to feel that would normally feel alone. Mm-hmm. Like be like, Oh no, come on baby, like we yeah. just wanna give you hugs. I yeah. don't know. I just love them <laughs> so much. But yeah. No, yeah, that that's sh- that show was amazing. And I love shows where people come together like that. Like it's mm-hmm. like, oh, like they're you know, you might no curl, but if you show up to the show, you're gonna get some friends like mm-hmm. over here from people that you didn't know. Like most of, the, and and that's me with like music in general. Is that if I'm going to a show or a concert or something, I go. It's the easiest place for me to make connections with people mm-hmm. because we're both here to see this like musician yeah. or this music. I'm like, I'm pretty sure there's something in common there already. Like we're yeah. already both here. Like we're in the same space, but creating that positive community like environment where like you want to get along with these people and you do and it's and it's just fun but like something about inspiring dance like with music mm-hmm. is i don't know why i've just been a fan like um have you seen like them do um those what are they called oh my god they do them at curfew bar every monday what's it called um, I'm gonna remember it later. But anyways, <laughs> it's basically these DJ sets like on Monday nights, and it's like it's Monday, yeah. and like it packs out, and it's just like a surprise DJ like every like week, and um, people are just dancing. And I'm like, this is it's just it's an expression of like art where you're just like having a good time and not worried about like yeah. anything in general. So I like that. I've been liking music that inspires that a lot more. I um, went to a. Um, 
Not me forgetting stuff too. Dang, what is this called? Um, meet me underground. That's what. So that's yeah. Yes! Meet me underground. Yeah. Meet me underground. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I'm like. I'm like literally. That's I'm like. So it funny. Is. I keep. I always want to say midnight something. I want to go again. Meet me underground. So bad. Yeah. So I went with Dijon Base for your face. Mm. Um, we went to some show it was like something and mm. i had to go to work the next day so yep. i was kind of like i was kind of iffy about it already and i'm really anti like that was just like my anti-social air i mm. have those different faces yeah and so but i went because like i love dijon i know we're gonna have a good time so mm. i went i didn't drink i didn't even like get intoxicated at all and i danced the whole entire yeah. time and that was so inspirational to me because it was just fun like it was just pure fun yeah um, but no, I love dance music. I've always loved dance music. And um with this I with this like album, I guess. I I sound super professional with this <laughs> album. <laughs> um but that was kind of like that was the feeling of it. Mm-hmm. Like I was really just like at my house because I recorded at my house. I was mm-hmm. just at my house probably annoying my neighbors, <laughs> stacking harmonies, stomping, dancing around, like and that's kind of what I want to like capture with like my shows. Mm-hmm. Um, I want people to move. I want them to get weird. I want them to get sexy and I want them to realize that they're golden. That's like always been my goal. Um, and so I'm so happy you had a good time. No. Yeah. It was, <laughs> it was super fun. I just, and I, I kind of like, I obviously I, I've never seen you perform live, mm-hmm. so I, this is all new to me. But then seeing like there's a whole bit, and I even saw I think you were working on like the visual stuff like yeah. a, a few like days before you posted on yeah. your story, and I'm like, wait, do they like do they do visuals too? And like yeah. seeing like everything they just come together, and again I'm I'm seeing this for the first time. I've listened to the music and I'm like I'm, I'm a fan, especially oh, like thank you, thank especially you. like the newer stuff. I was like, that's yeah, that's literally where my head's oh, at. And I'm yeah. like, so I just like you know, it, it's it's nice to be able to feel music you know what mm-hmm. i mean like and then just have I, there's no wrong way to dance for me so i'm like i don't ever i don't i, 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 right. I have to believe that because I, i'm not a good dancer so i so i tell myself that but i'm like yeah if, if the if the music is inspiring you to dance like i'm pretty sure the artist is not going to care what you're doing like if you're mm-hmm. if i don't know if, if i was an artist and like i was making music and it's having someone move over there all crazy i'm like that's wild so like, here's my thing mm-hmm. and i love Denton. this album is inspired by Denton. okay at the Lady Gaga show, we were, I was doing Poker Face, and they were moshing. <laughs> and just the other day, went to a house show, got pushed into the mosh pit. Had a really surprisingly, because I'm a, I'm a scaredy cat. <laughs> I honestly had a great time. Yeah. And I think that with Denton, I want people to mosh my way. Yeah. Which is just like getting groovy, shaking her ass, shaking them hips, yeah, and just like having a good time. So I don't care what you do, baby, as long as you're moving. I hate, I hate, I hate doing shows and people are just looking at you. Yeah, it is interesting. It's so awkward for me because that's like my whole thing, and <laughs> sometimes I really do get annoyed because I'm like, babes, like I'm yeah. dancing, dance, like even if it's just a tap, I will yeah. take it. But I think. Dan- dancing is just so liberating mm-hmm. and so much it's it's so fun and i think and, it uh, i think it's a i mean with what we're saying it is just an expression of exactly what you're going through that last like breakthrough like this little like being restricted in mm-hmm. like who you are like i feel like dance is once again that's why like i dance with like whatever like feels right because mm-hmm. i'm it's just it's that liberating feeling of like oh, i'm just moving my body the way like 
it wants to move to whatever's yeah. like on, you know, which is what I started to l- interpret later in life. We're thinking about like uh, moshing and stuff like that. Cause I was always like one to be like, why are people moshing? Like, I don't understand it, but it's, it's literally the way to dance to that. It's like what they want to do to that. Surprisingly. So yeah. And I wasn't in it. Like I wasn't in it, in it. Yeah. But it was just like, <laughs> it was just sweaty and just like people releasing. So it was just like the energy. Yeah. And I, I finally get it. Like that moment, I was just like, oh, okay. It's, I get it. It's a, re- it's a release. Like all that movement is that release part of like yes. music, um, which is why like I really, uh, I started being uh, not even more understanding, but like starting to get more involved. Like I've never truly, I mean, I've been in one mosh pit, I think my whole life. And it was to, <laughs> a, it was to a ska band. Period. Uh, <laughs> it's just Period. like, it was like my first warp tour. And I'm like, you know what? I've never been in one of these. I'm like, this seems like the safest one to do. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, like it's, it's just like, you're you're re- you know releasing your body to like the music and letting it see what it does and yeah. just like have fun but it goes back to that where i don't know like i feel like i before before like really embracing that being able to dance or being able to move to music however you want to mm-hmm. you're always me and it's coming from me personally it's like i'm always what are people like looking at me doing or like mm-hmm. this and that and then once you get rid of like that thought and not not second guess yourself on like what you want to do like it's just again the work keeps coming back but liberating just do what you want to do fuck it don't worry about what but, everybody else yes. is doing and just then you yeah and you yeah be free and uh i feel like that's kind of where you're going with like yeah. this project and it's yeah. definitely coming through um lyrically what are you what are your like goals like for like the the project like what was the inspiration behind that so um overstimulation for me is something that i hate mm-hmm. um because i when i start to feel a whole different kinds of ways i just like am like okay it's time to go inside lock the key you might have to go out for work but then that's it mm-hmm. and just eat that's just me and this past like era in my life i love that word mm-hmm. my era. past era <laughs> uh my past era um i have been feeling so many different emotions i mm. felt like really high highs like i literally have a band now which like is so cool i've yeah. always wanted that my whole life and so like really high high things are happening i'm like making strides like falling in love but then also like not falling in love Mm. and rejection and disappointment and losing friends and like all of these different things happening Mm -hmm. and it was like with this like with this music it was like I would just go home and just be like okay this is how I feel today Mm. and just get it out and that way I wouldn't have to internalize everything Mm. I I've just always been like that. I always will tuck everything in until like I can't. And so I've been trying to not do that anymore and feel the feelings and like justify them. So like there's a couple of songs like Mad and um, America. This is a song called American Tragedy, which I'm really excited about. And it's like a rock song and I love it so much. And I'm really excited. To go <laughs> I know you're about to go into it, but the, the fucking bass on American Tragedy is so sick. That clanky bass. Uh, I fucking, I, I literally, when that song came on, I'm like, oh, this just took a shift. Like I, I'm ready for what's yeah. coming. So I, yeah, first of all, so, automatic um, fan. when I made that song, I made it with Nimi, who is featured on Mad. I'm going to name drop all of my friends, but it's because I love them. Um, We made that song, and or he started with that beat, and the whole time he was like, you can do it. And I was like, I can't. 
Like I, I just was, and the thing was, we were literally having a conversation about how irritated I was with life and how mad I was. Mm -hmm. And he started it, and then he was like, "Oh, get on this," and I was like, "I can't. Like I can't do it." And I was just going through a lot of like trauma. Mm -hmm. Like, and I hate when people use that word, but I over, I will be the first to overuse it. Yeah, I was just reliving some things, Mm -hmm. and he left, and I just recorded the fuck out of it, and. It just it that song actually came together pretty fast. It came together like a week, which is very short for me. Yeah. Um, but I just had a lot to say that I had never said before. Mm-hmm. And that's one of my proudest things because with this album, through every emotion, through every feeling, through every like um times where I've just wanted to like not be, mm-hmm. um, I was able to be and make something beautiful that I can like be able to like mosh. And now mm-hmm. when you come to a show in Ditton, bitch, you can actually mosh yeah. something that's <laughs> not poker face. Yeah. <laughs> so like that's kind of like lyrically there's not a real set base. Mm-hmm. It's just me being like, all right, let me just like tell you how I'm feeling today. Yeah. And um yeah. Which goes, I, I think, goes more to that uh, that emotional honesty that you're not just holding on to it. You know, you again just to, to let stuff out to let you feel free about it. Um, because I I, uh, I feel like me for a long time I would uh, villainize my emotions mm. and really be like like if I felt sad about something I would make myself feel stupid. It's like why do I feel sad about mm-hmm. this right now instead of just feeling that emotion, letting it like happen like because i mean you have to feel those feelings yeah i always laughed at the phrase like you have to feel those feelings because it sounds so silly but yeah instead of just like either you know being upset that you feel that way or trying to make yourself immediately not feel that way and just mm-hmm. ignore it or you know bury it or whatever or even like feeling mad about stuff i would just be like try to be neutral about everything mm-hmm. and then when you couldn't hold on to it anymore. It would just burst out and, and not be the most like, and not the most healthy way, and then, yeah. or it would manifest itself in like other stuff. And just being okay with feeling like the emotion. Like I had a friend uh, tell me once, and he was like, "You know, it's it's not a bad thing." Like because I, I was feeling sad all the time, but I kept trying not to be, mm-hmm. and it got to the point where I just couldn't hide it anymore and friends like you know he's like you know it's okay to feel that way he's like (laughs) feel it like take your time with it feel that way he's like but let it go he's like he's like every one of these emotions is temporary um if you feel sad that's temporary if you feel mad it's temporary if you're happy it's all temporary it's your like your mission is to try to figure out what's making you happy and keep doing those things what's making you sad and avoid those things learn from them like yeah. but you have to feel it all like you can't pick and choose like those and emotions it comes back to intuition yeah that is and, and i'm i'm the same way like i will i will just be like oh you stupid bitch you shouldn't <laughs> feel like this it's not going to work but it's really just like okay so the, this is the feeling that is just catered to me right now mm-hmm. Instead of just being like, send it back, even though you know you're going to get the same damn thing. Yeah. Why don't you just eat it? Have a good time. Mm. And that's kind of how I, a lot of the emotions that I had and was having, it was like, okay, let me write a song about it. Yeah. Because that's something that I love to do. That's Mm. something that I know is going to make me happy. And that's why, like, I'm just, like, so excited about, like, releasing it, even though it's, like, not... Girl, it's going through changes, but really, well, I so right now, I it's it's done. Mm-hmm. It's just I'm a perfection. I told you I'm mm-hmm. a creative control freak. Yeah. So just trying to make it because 
the thing for me i think is towards the end of an album because i'm tired of it i'll just like try to like do the final little touches mm. and then just put it out but this time i want to make sure that like two years later i'll be like oh this is mixed great this is sounds great and i'm proud of it mm-hmm. um and so that's just where it, it is right now but i'm really excited because i feel like people are gonna be like oh like this is zeke like i want people and maybe this is like a little too artsy whatever but i want you like when you hear an album i want you to dance your ass off and then be like oh i just had the best night with zeke mm. so but we'll see i'm really excited yeah. about it though yeah do you okay so um do you ever how um how hard is it for you to balance like figuring out the final touches to stuff and being able to put it out like do you have certain markers that you have in place Mm -hmm. to be like okay this is done or do you have to feel a certain way about it like what's what tells you that something is finished um so right now especially i usually have a checklist and i Mm -hmm. have like a board of like this is the album title. This is what I really like about this mix. This is what I really hate about it. And then as soon as the sticky notes are kind of gone, that's when I think, like, that's when I know. Gotcha. Um, I, I, I think also it's definitely, like, a feel, too. Mm-hmm. Like, you... I, <laughs> I'm such a nerd. I, <laughs> I put everything in one track. Okay. And if I can listen to it without being, like, the whole time, because mm-hmm. I'm super critical, yeah. then I'm good. And it has to be more than just once. It has to be more than twice. It has to be like I'm in the shower high as hell just being like, oh, okay, this is cool. This is cool. Yeah. That's a really cool so, way to do it, to put it all on one track and just like yeah. listen through it the entire I'm, project. I'm an album one. baby. So like albums like Renaissance mm-hmm. and Art Pop and um, When I Feel by Solange, mm-hmm. um, it feels like a piece of work. It doesn't just feel like a playlist. Ah, and so okay. for me like i've always just been like that's who i am when people are like you should release singles mm. i know that i know <laughs> that it's like the best way to release music yeah. but i don't like that because i like like i love releasing the singles before but mm-hmm. when you listen to the album i want you to be able to listen to it front to back and just be like oh like oh shit so uh so that's like the approach of like you're releasing singles but not writing music as a single like you're writing as as a whole yeah uh, like an album yeah, yeah, yeah like open up open up for me was always going to be the main single as soon as it's done i like i finished that song not even long ago mm. but i knew because i knew that that was the that was what I was trying to say. This yeah. is me opening up, and I just want to let it all free. I already knew, like, from the beginning. Mad is just something, like, I was just like, oh, this is funny. I wrote this song on accident, mm-hmm. and then one of my friends jumped on it, and I was like, oh, this is so sick, yeah. and I want to release this on my birthday. Mm-hmm. But, like, it's still a part of, like, it's still just a puzzle piece. Yeah. yeah. So that is interesting, and you're you're right. So I've had that conversation a few different times, and... I feel like very much on paper, the singles, like the singles release strategy works. And it's like, oh, it's a way for you to keep putting out music. It's a way for you to stay relevant throughout the year. Um, You know, you always have something to put out and you can work these things through. But the musician in me is like, I love entire projects together. And especially if you have the time to put into Mm -hmm. to work at something as a whole, as a collective. that's the way I enjoy listening to music the most overall is an entire album all at once. Like that's why when it really, when stuff releases, like I 
like to sit down and be able to have the time to listen to every mm-hmm. song in the order it's supposed to go. Not only like because sometimes the songs like go into each other, but like sometimes because like I want to know how that story of that album mm-hmm. should be told through. That's why. I absolutely hate when like Spotify randomly throws my shit on shuffle and I'm like listening to an album for the first time and I'm like, wait, what the fuck? And I look, I'm like, this doesn't feel right. So I used to have, this is my issue with Spotify. Can I rant for like three seconds? Go for it. Okay. So I used to be an (laughs) Apple Music girly, like had Apple Music when it first came out. I love Apple Music. I felt like I was able to navigate through albums way better. Mm -hmm. With Spotify, I hate how your music is sorted because you don't, there's not alphabetical order it's not like oh yeah all of the albums or the artists or like you have to do this whole extra thing babes give us categories <laughs> give us alphabetical give us like an option to where we can just like easily go to the album that we want to listen to instead of like flipping Scrolling and it's probably it, yeah. like an easier way mm-hmm. but also Apple Music didn't make me have to do all that. I, mm. It was just there. I don't like that. There's no. There's not a thing for EPs. Like EPs automatically go into oh, your singles, singles and yes. I'm like, that's so confusing. And uh, I do it, love Spotify though. So put me on your playlist. Yeah. But like, <laughs> but like, uh, it, it was a hard transition for me to go to Spotify to from Apple Music. Yeah, I had them both for some reason at some point in time. Um, but uh, but yeah, I, I just. Just pick one and stuck with it, but yeah, I, I think yeah that that category like thing is a little weird. Where it's like they release stuff like by popularity, but then it's like it doesn't give you the option to switch up like how you want to yeah. like. See I you. think it's an adjustment. I so I always was kind of like an uncle about Spotify for a mm. little bit, and so I was just like, okay, this is kind of where music is right now. So let yeah. me like not be a hater and just try to figure out why. So I get it. Yeah. I like Spotify. I like the little visualizer things. Mm. It's cute. Just, it's harder to listen to albums that way. And that's why mm. I feel like that's why it's so easy to do singles and like kind of like preferred to do singles. But it's just not fun. Well, I saw like, so there's a there's a band, actually this band, uh, it's a band called Sleep Token. Period. And the way that they release, they've done it twice now, their last two releases. Um, I think they nailed it on the most recent one. But the last album, they released one, actually it wasn't the, last, the one before. Um, they released one song every two weeks, but they did the entire album. So I oh. like that I got to hear everything, but like the, when the album came out, you got the last song. So it was like, you waited all this time and you you got everything before the album release. So it kind of I I liked that I got to hear everything, but it kind of like, didn't get it for me. Now, I this release that they did, that, they did uh they released I think it was one song every 2 weeks for like 4 weeks. Mm-hmm. And then they waited, they let those simmer and then they waited like another month, month and a half because uh, they started I think in January. And they waited like till like March they released one more. Um the first four they released were in order the fifth one was not it was like one of the it skipped the track so when you heard the album it still felt like listening to a complete set Mm -hmm. in a new different way because they weren't Mm. the exact order of everything and you still had over half an album to listen to Um, but it definitely kept the anticipation up like and stuff like but there's interesting ways to do it but I, i do i do like uh, I don't know. I struggle with it. Like if uh, I'm thinking, like if I were still writing music at this point in time, because I love the releasing singles satisfies my need to like write something and put it out and that mm-hmm. instant gratification of stuff. But I also enjoy like 
releasing something all together as once because yeah. it's an entire like work, you know. So it feels more like a like an actual like work of art for me yeah. rather than like I wrote a song and then put it out. I mean, I like that you can do that. And I like I that like again with technology and stuff, like we were talking earlier that you can do that in the span of like a day if mm. you wanted to really like Girl, write you a could literally record out. a song at six o'clock in the morning and at three it's on spotify again like i find so that cool. so cool yeah yeah uh but yeah i think it just depends on what you're what yeah. you're trying to go for so like okay i've always like i've always had a thing where it's like i really could just do singles mm-hmm. and it's because i understand the appeal like mm-hmm. i do feel like yes people have shorter intention spans mm-hmm. and i get that and so I don't know if I should like say this, but uh, talk your shit. <laughs> so yeah. I'm planning on I'm trying to figure out how to do an album cycle that still feels like singles. Okay. So like the idea that I have, and this is not final, so don't like try to like hold me on <laughs> shit. But like I. I want to like that's why I also like doing remixes too because yeah. then you can re-release the song but just like in different like a different thing yeah and just do like a video or like a lyric video for like not every song babes mm-hmm. but like for different things like later on in the month so it yeah. kind of like keeps it because like for me like even like with like albums that I want to listen to I don't listen to the singles beforehand unless mm-hmm. like it's on the radio or something like yeah. with Janelle Monae yeah I like I I'm not going to say that I didn't listen to the single, but I listened to it with the intent of let's just see what it sounds like and then we'll we'll push it away. Like mm-hmm. it wasn't one of those where I just like overplayed it or anything. Yeah. I waited until I could listen to the album because which this great album Age of Pleasure so good. Mm-hmm. Um but so I could sit in it and simmer in it and so I kind of know what I'm getting myself into, but okay. it's not like I already know. Because I think that that's the thing for me is that if I listen to a single, like if I listen to two singles and they they kind of sound the exact same, Mm. I'm less excited. Mm, Okay. I take that approach with like movies and like movie trailers. Like if there's a movie I want to see, I'll watch like the first one, which Mm. has the least amount of information. (laughs) And then I'm like, okay, cool. I do not want to see anything else. And that's why like I used to like always like follow a page and be like, oh, this actor just got added to this or this and that i'm like i would rather not know and it'd be such <laughs> a fucking a surprise. surprise yeah because yeah, I, I forgot what movie i saw recently but like the biggest twist was in the trailer and i'm like what the <laughs> fuck are y'all doing like what the shit like i go and i get like they're trying to get more people to come out to see it but i'm like i don't know man like they just that moment sucked like in the movie because like everybody knew it was coming you know yeah but um with singles and it, off of an album, it just depends on who I'm like looking for. Because if it's like, like there's a band just recently uh, hadn't put out anything in years, and they released a single for their album coming out in October, um, and I was just like, I I've been listening to it nonstop, but <laughs> <laughs> but but I do get that of like wanting it. Uh, that's why I didn't like when they released that whole album in singles because mm-hmm. like when the album came out, like it You're was like, oh, I already okay. it's yeah. one last song, um, but. I think I think the right balance of it, like enough to be interested, but not enough to give the entire album away, which it didn't, because like it still like went. At least for me personally, like listening to the album, I'm like, okay, cool. I didn't get all the information up front. Like yeah. it still had plenty new for yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. but it's it, it is definitely like it de- definitely every case is different, and it just depends on what's what are you gonna like the best. Yeah, you know? and that's also another thing that I think. So like, there's a lot of pressure for people, like artists, to like mm-hmm. release singles. 
but also art no one can tell you what to do with your yeah. own art and i had to learn that cuz i definitely was in the beginning of like what i was trying to do i was like the pressure especially with like tiktok and stuff mm. is like to keep pushing yeah. and like do it in a different way and so like i kind of had to like figure out how i can do it without it not feeling like a job because yeah. that's for me is when i feel the most burnt out like mm-hmm. doing promotion and like that whole thing of like making tiktoks and trying to make dances and trying to make challenges i was trying to keep up with that yeah but then i just kind of realized like oh no that's not what i want to do and i shouldn't force myself to do it you're not able to like, keep up with it when it's something that you do not hate, like doing hate, yeah so like i don't hate content creation but i like my own like, i don't have a schedule mm-hmm. i don't do all that that's yeah. annoying and so it's really just whatever you want to do and i'm not knocking anyone that does that it's mm. just that art should literally be a personal experience not just something that you're doing to get the most views or to get the most monies or the book <laughs> get the most monies the most money. <laughs> <laughs> I just um, think I think when you treat content creation as just an extension of your art is when like it works mm-hmm. the best, especially like for musicians. As as far as like what I've seen, um, and then you can throw in like again like the the trendy stuff that comes up like every now and then. But if that can't be the main source of whatever your content building you're doing, like if you treat like I've seen you know musicians who do like breakdowns of their equipment or playthroughs of their stuff or just like. Um, acapella versions of like their songs or like you know for you who produce you could do like oh this is how we produce this beat you know this is like what played what i made first blah blah stuff like that things that you like whatever you find interesting whatever i find myself like watching i'm like okay that's the stuff i'm gonna yeah gear towards like so that's that's one thing i've been trying so with noise rot we started it uh, a while back and i've been like kind of doing content creation but i haven't really zoned in on t- till lately mm-hmm. um and i haven't started a tiktok because of that fear i'm like i know i'm gonna have to post like really often on it so i want to make it as smooth as possible so yeah so i mean but the thing is i uh with the with the podcast itself like Mm -hmm. just i go i'm already doing this and i Mm -hmm. cut clips anyways i go i can get a minimum of two or three clips per podcast but Mm -hmm. maybe like five i go so that's already five days worth of stuff just this Mm -hmm. and like and then there's uh we uh do shows so there's like ad promotion so there's like little small stuff and then now we're working on i want to add more of our personalities into into Mm -hmm. like the content bill so i'm like i go we all have different music tastes i go how about we just start sharing like our own personal music that we like to enjoy and just talk about that um uh, and just little things that how do I, how do we make it actually something fun, not mm-hmm. just work? Because it's obviously like Noise Ride is a business, so there's stuff we have shows coming up that we have to promote, and yeah. so those are like the things that we have to make. But also, it feels good making stuff to help promote bands and stuff that you actually enjoy. Like, so mm-hmm. we're booking bands that we like, so I get to make little bits of content for them to share, so more people come out to see them. Yeah. And so it's it's kind of rewarding in that fact. But I also want to do stuff that makes me have fun. That's why like the podcast yeah. is, for me is like I enjoy doing this. Like oh, I this go, dude, I get, <laughs> dude, I get to, I mean, I, I get to, I get to talk to people all the time. You know, like I, it's and it's interesting. People are doing cool shit. Like you know, I get yeah. to have that experience. So this alone is already like you know fulfilling yeah. me. So I'm cool. I I realize that like content for me. So there was like an era. Mm-hmm. Where where I was just like, oh, I gotta, I gotta push it hard, mm. and those were like the times where it was just like, the people were like, we don't really care for this at all. And yeah. It's like, okay, so like, 
I think that also like sometimes it'll translate, mm-hmm. and that's why like TikTok for me, I don't really, I don't really do TikTok, but I think it's just because the algorithm is like really hard. Mm-hmm. So like sometimes I'll just do something with like a weird filter where I pick who I like, and it's like little what is this thing called um, brackets? Yeah, okay, gotcha. And I'll do that, and it'll get like thousands of views, mm-hmm. and I'm like. I'm literally in my bed with a bonnet on. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I but I'm really like I really love graphics. I, yeah. Like I was a graphic. Well, I, I guess I am a graphic designer, mm-hmm. but like that's what I wanted to go to school for. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like Instagram is fun for me because I get to just literally edit pictures. Yeah. Even though now they're trying to like get away from that, which whatever, girl. Mm-hmm. But yeah. like it's easier for me to just get graphics done. And put them on Instagram. I don't know. It's just all about what you choose, really. That's what you choose. And I'm, I don't plan to particularly cater to the TikTok like trend. I just want to. It, it just needs to be. My only goal for TikTok is to be consistent in posting, and that just is a standard not for TikTok. It's a standard for me across all like mm-hmm. boards with like Noise Rod and our like companies. Like I just want to be able to post very frequently. So I'm finding ways to make it easy for myself. So like I've been. Uh, you know, like that, not, not batch posting, but like recording like five different videos in like the same day, like little snippets and then just like, okay, I'll edit them throughout the week and then post them. Like, it's not a big deal. Like making everything. So it's not a constant pressure where I feel like, Oh, I got to post them. That's why like, if I create a bunch of different clips, like if I don't have an idea today to do, then okay, I have a clip that (laughs) we can post up, like post that up, you know, it's, it's, it's easy, but yeah, it's just, I, I think for an artist, it is if when you treat it as like again an extension of your art like you make some really cool things to add on to it yeah. um and you know there's there's people who've created like art pieces out of like their music you know like a, an actual tangible like art piece or um i have a friend who does like abstract uh art pieces for like music singles and just like there's different ways but that's like what they find interesting yeah. you know what i mean it's it's whatever you find interesting in doing yeah. and just find a way to work that into into building something for you because at the end of the day it's it's you want to bring more people to listen to your music or listen to your you know be into your art not just come for whatever trend you're doing you know what i mean yeah that's not what you want that's why it's not fun because like uh i mean i just brought this up last podcast but there's there's some artists like on tiktok they get famous for doing some sort of trend or doing covers do. and not with their stuff and it's hard to bring them back to be like oh also i do yeah. this and i'm like no one gives a shit about this because <laughs> you know they care that you're that you do this trick that you've been talking about the whole time like yeah. do that and it so it's 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 very tricky and it feels like you have to do it these days but you might as well do it in a way that's fun that yeah. continues to be fun because that's what's yeah. going to let you keep doing it Period. yeah but man, uh i think you i mean the fact that you do pretty much everything for zeke forever is kind of awesome like that the production like <sighs> the, the photos the photos were like the the new like era stuff like that you cool. did those right You're yeah it's a red sheet that i got from amazon i thumbtacked it on top of the mm-hmm. wall and i just used my phone <laughs> that was your phone yeah see but that those look yeah. those look cool you know what i mean like those look awesome and like it's Again, if it looks great, no one's gonna care what the process yeah. was. You know what I mean? Or are they gonna care more? Because like, like you're telling me now, like, oh, that's just took this. I'm yeah. like, that's awesome. It's like, but it depends on what you can do with what the tools that you have. You yeah. know, that's, and that's, that's why. Like, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you. No, off, go for it. But like, um, I've been doing this since I was a teenager. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember putting sheets up in front of my window and like using my iPod Touch mm-hmm. to take 
these terrible pictures <laughs> and using pick art to like make checklists. Like I was bored for this, babes. Yeah. Not to be like annoying, <laughs> but like it, it. This is what that's what's fun is yeah. doing the visuals and like making city covers and like stuff like that. So it it again like it's i've just been reminding myself a lot lately that art does not have like rules it doesn't as much as we would love to be like this is this is this to get success at the end of the day art shouldn't be about like i mean i guess it could be about success but mm. it really should just be about like the fun that you're having and the fact that, or like at least for me the way that i am able to express myself in ways that i wouldn't be able to without if that makes sense yeah you you don't want i mean you you can do art to become successful and there's like plans that you could follow but some of like some of the biggest artists have come from places of like you're not supposed to do that mm -hmm. and then now that they're successful at it people are like oh yeah i love that can all you the time. teach me yeah, how to do it <laughs> yeah but it started off with people being like that is stupid or that is like it's not gonna work and yeah. it just if you want to do it that way then fucking do it that way like no. don't care what somebody's telling you is not right because like if it feels right to you then do it like is even if you don't find whatever audience you want with that you are going to be satisfied mm -hmm. with that which will and like which will inspire you to keep trying and keep mm. doing new things um which is what creativity needs like as an artist that's what you need you need to keep doing and innovating um because you see all these like sometimes like pop artists get like really popular and then realize like they don't even like their music that they're making because mm. they got structured into like a cookie oh, cutter man thing. and then you see them like go off and then write like these weird albums and people are like why are you doing this like this <laughs> yeah. was working and it's like because this wasn't fun you know like, this yeah. is the shit that i wanted to do yeah. you know or people that break out from acting and do something completely fucking different like or, mm. or you know become i don't know i still remember that dude from uh sweet life of zach and cody <laughs> you know now like you know, can't hate that joke. wait yeah not Who? the not the riverdale one the other one but do you know he's in a hulu movie and it was so bad well which Hulu movie? it's uh, something I don't know with cruel something. I don't know. Wait, which it's, one? He's a boxer, and so I watched it yeah. for like the first six minutes, and I was like, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I, I am good. I am good. I'm good. But yeah, I I think that that's what like just knowing that gives me more ang less anxiety because mm -hmm. I used to be really anxious about like oh i want and i think it was just keeping up with like the jones like, yeah basically because like everyone and like everyone in the dallas scene even the didn't scene like everyone's just doing cool shit mm -hmm. and so like sometimes it is very hard to be like oh like you you kind of have to you i guess it's like a lot of pressure sometimes mm -hmm. to be like oh i have to do this or i have to start doing this because this person is getting success but i think that once and and this is just like for me too like as long as i'm having fun that's success yeah as long as like i don't know like I, i'm really proud of like the music that i make it makes mm -hmm. me like a fucking kid which yeah. is so funny <laughs> but that is success to me now will i like i hope that like i'm able to like do more shows and like do like get a bigger audience but that's not like the goal mm. the goal is just to be weird and be sexy and dance <laughs> nice. i like that i like that the goal is to 
goal is to be sexy and dance. <laughs> I like that. That's my that's that's gonna be the tagline for this podcast. Um, but no, I I think you're doing amazing work overall. Now that I know like how much involvement Yay. you're in, which makes me even like more excited about it. Um, but you. I do. You, do you have a release? You don't have a release date yet, right? Because it's kind of so. I we're taking so um, after. I don't know when this is gonna be out, but I'm doing a show um, on Club Dada on the 25th. I'm. It's fine if it's not, but. Mm-hmm. After no. this, yeah, I know. It's like, <laughs> but after that show, we're taking a break, mm-hmm. and that break for me is to finalize and like be able to just sit there and focus on that. My goal is either late September, early October. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Well, we will just let us know. Send us stuff, and we'll <laughs> yes, be sharing the crap out of it. Yeah. I mean, I'm like I said, I'm excited. Over I've listened to simulation. You know, yeah. A sample of it, and uh, it's gonna be really cool. I'm, I'm excited, and excited for what you you're gonna bring to it. But um, thank you for stopping by. I thank really, you for really having me. This is so sick. I feel so official now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but thank you for coming by. This has been episode 81 with Seek Forever. Uh, th- uh, thank you guys for watching. Thank you guys for listening. We will see you next time. Woo!